0: Hey there, hope you're doing well. Um, In this video, let's talk a little bit about React templates, uh, templates in general. So if you're building UI pages, or you're building a new uh, web app, or you're improving your existing one, adding uh, new features, uh, and you actually do not want to start from scratch, because whatever you're wanting to do, uh, you don't have examples in your existing code base, uh, or there's something different about it. So you're like, hey, you know what, maybe I want to do this really quickly. So let me purchase a template, uh, and then leverage the template, right? So there's plenty of them out there. Um, I, I don't know what your. I don't know if you've done that, you've had such a need of you've uh, resorted to purchasing a template and using that uh, to actually modifying and tweaking and making adjustments. Uh, given the fact that I see so many of them out there, and I've actually have spoken to people who seem to have actually leveraged some. Uh, I don't know how effectively, but they certainly have leveraged it, right? So I was like, okay, let me check one out because you know theory is only so good, and we at SnowPal certainly don't rely on theory not one bit. We like to try things out and make decisions. Uh, form our own opinions, if you will. Uh, so we did purchase a template, right? So we purchased a material UI template, is React template because we, we use React. Uh, uh, it was a React template with TypeScript. Uh, they also have a Next.js version, uh, a vanilla React version, and a Next.js version. Whether you're, they have it in JavaScript and TypeScript, right? So we were interested in the TypeScript vanilla React version and the TypeScript uh, Next.js version for uh, server side rendering, etc. So we purchase a template and we're like, okay, what, what does it mean right So they have a, a skeleton version of the template just like three to four pages and then they have a, a full blown version that doesn't have all of the wiring obviously right on the back end and stuff like that but they at least have they have what they, they promise on paper. they give you all of a lot of these web uh, the UI components and, and a lot of the navigation as well. So you can sign in, go to a dashboard, go to some profile page, uh, where they have lots of examples of these these actual random components sitting there, and you can sort of uh, you know rewrite that to to s- suit your needs. Right? That's at least the idea. Um, so we bought that, and we were like, the first question was, do we use the skeleton or the complete version? Uh, the next question is, uh, even let's say whether or not after we've picked one or the other do we actually drop and delete the components and pages we don't need uh, or comment them out uh, or do we keep them uh, I mean uh, do we delete those pages and components if we did that we would lose them and if we needed them later we'll have to go back and then copy-paste it across editors. That would be easier said than done because you copy one file, you have all the inputs at the top, you need to go find those files and copy them and go keep doing it and you'll come to a point where you actually deleted stuff and you added all of them back. So deletion didn't make any sense in the first place. But if you commented commented them out, then you're gonna look at a lot of commented out code and it's gonna look ugly, it's hard to tell whether it's code you commented out that's part of the template or it's code you wrote that you for whatever reason had uh, had them commented. Uh, long story short, we don't like commented out code uh, at all, right? If something is commented in your code, it's got to be a comment. That's basically it. Uh, that's why we have version control, right for 100 years now. So uh, or we move to a different directory structure, call it a reference, and then only pull what you need to to this this core uh, new directory where you actually have your uh, your real uh, production or you know new features the actual stuff you're working on uh, so there's many ways to skin the cat as you can tell i don't know if there's any real right or wrong answer i just looked up quickly on the web and i haven't seen much in the way of folks speaking to this so i figured uh, everyone does it probably their own way i i have to imagine right i don't know how you do it if you've done it i would be super uh, happy to you know learn if it worked for you and if it did uh, how you made it work right so we we started looking at it, and then let's say we we took the template. We were like, okay, how do we we have a dashboard, and we wanted a dashboard page that that mimicked uh, the, the template to to some extent, right? Uh, so how easy that was just sort of a prototype, just to check things out. How easy or difficult was it going to be? Uh, I have to say uh, it wasn't very easy, right? And uh, we uh, there's a few problems. Let me before before I get there. Uh, The quality of the code that you purchase is also very important, right? Just because you purchased a template and you paid some money doesn't mean it's it's written, it's it's great code. Uh, As it turned out, uh, it it wasn't. At least uh, we paid a decent amount of money for that template uh, and we were less than impressed with the code quality, right? And obviously, you know, just like, you know, we didn't get to review that code. Somebody wrote it, somebody's publishing it and folks might be purchasing and consuming it doesn't mean that you agree with the quality of the code or if it gels well or confirms with the quality of your overall code base otherwise in your company right Um, so of course we didn't expect that to be like picture perfect so we would just take it and use it Uh, we knew we had to do some refactoring clean up and then bring it closer to our code quality but, uh, but it, it was beyond that, right? There were some fundamental issues as well. Like for instance, the the React version was okay, but the next JS version in in dev mode was like dog slow, like super slow. The production version, when you switch the mode, when uh, you switch the environment, it was all right. Uh, but it doesn't matter, right? We're gonna have to be doing development, and before you push to production, as much as we want our our pages to, uh, you know, react quote unquote, uh, you know, react well and perform well in production. It is no less important for them to perform uh, well in development because that's how fast we can churn things out, right? Get it out to production, right? So dev productivity is extremely critical, and it's super important for us. It's no less important than, than performance of our pages in production. So uh, the next.js dev version was problematic, and I'm not, I'm uh, quite unfamiliar with Next. Other uh, than whatever I had looked at, uh, you know, just for some recent, not so recent, some things I had uh, very little experience, if you will, right? I haven't built any production apps on NextJs at this point. So I was looking at it. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was a problem with that template or if it is a problem with the NextJs in, in, in certain ways. So I did some looking and there's people had reported similar issues on Next outside the realm of this template, right? I mean, just in the larger world out there. So I, uh, it's been a few months. I can't recall exactly how far I got there. Uh, but as it turned out, there were some bugs or you had to make some adjustments uh to get that working now it's not it's not the end of the world but it's one thing for you to write your code and then fix it so you know you address these issues even if those issues were you know uh, you inherited inherited them from the framework but it's yet another thing for you to fix issues in another code base that you purchased a template that actually inherits these issues from a framework that you're not particularly familiar with right it was actually very long-winded excuse me that was one prob one of the problems and two is just the sheer amount of code uh, forgetting the code quality just the sheer amount of code on in the template because they're selling it for a decent amount of money they have to give you a lot of examples picking and choosing what you need uh, was was not straightforward and also we found ourselves at uh, at a point when we we were trying to retrofit our needs to the template not vice versa we were not using the template to satisfy our needs but we were actually uh, trying to uh, contrive you know come up with uh, contrived needs if that's the right way to put it to, to appease the template because we're like hey if you want a profile page that looked like this or we want a new component that did something let's look for something that the template does that is close enough and then let's go with that so then we started letting the template drive our 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 ui and ux experience which is terrible right which doesn't make any sense you feel bound that you've done this but it's like you know it's like going to a restaurant um, sometimes, you know, you're really hungry, so you order too much. We've done it all the time, right? Uh, we over-order because you're hungry. Even you haven't eaten the first bite yet, but you feel like you can uh, eat like 10 different things, right, at the same time. And then it comes to the table and it's a, it's a horrendous, right? We were in D.C. a while, a long time ago. We went to this restaurant on M Street, George on it was, it, was, it was despicable. Really bad vegetarian food, right? Uh, but we ordered quite a bit. Uh, and uh, we, we're not the kind of want to push ourselves to eat what we don't like, but but we were really hungry, right? And we were trying to convince ourselves that food is not as bad as actually it really was. It was probably worse than what we had thought, uh, but we tried to convince ourselves. Uh, because you know you spend the money and you're hungry and you're desperate, uh, we don't want a template, our templates, our dev work, to become that way, right? No, not by any stretch of the imagination. Um, so the template right now is, is uh, not something we are using. And I actually had this conversation with somebody else uh, in a different part of the world, and I was uh, pleasantly surprised and happy, actually, to hear that it was not just I or us uh, who had this opinion about templates in general. His point was, he was like, hey, if you want to build something quick, like a prototype and show it to somebody, uh, just like a proof of concept, whatever, uh, then you might want, you could possibly use this. Uh, or you have a team that's not a very strong dev team or whatnot. But if you're building complex stuff, then maybe these templates are not, not as good as, as they you might think. Now, there's certainly ways to make them work for you, and we can do it too. The question is whether it seamlessly works or whether we have to force ourselves to get it to work. If it's the latter, then what's the point, right? Uh, anyways, that's my feedback, my opinion, um, my, our experience, my experience as well, reflecting what my team and I ran into. Let me know if you think differently, right? I'd be happy to hear. Uh, and then if you're in the DC Metro in the NOAA area, don't forget to get out it's absolutely brilliant it's hard to even tell it's december 30th and it's it's almost new year's eve uh, the weather is like uh impeccable and and lovely right so you have a wonderful holiday uh wish you a very happy new year 2023 and talk to you soon Bye bye